Pastor John, what hope would you offer to a listener right now who is a stressed wife or a stressed husband, who is disappointed in their spouse, they are frustrated with their marriage, and they're now considering a divorce as a way of escape out of the frustrations? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is that more pain is experienced in marriage and parenting than anywhere else in the world. Um, This is the cost of covenant-making and covenant-keeping love. It cost Jesus his life to be in that kind of relationship. So I'm not making light ever of the kind of pain that can be sustained in a parenting or a marriage relationship. And the first thing I'd say is that the path to hope is not the path of divorce. God can rescue sinners from the disaster of a divorce, um, but he warns, let us not sin that grace may abound. Planned sin is not accompanied by any promises of hope. Jesus said, Mark 10, 9, What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And the deepest reason for that prohibition of breaking a marriage is that marriage was created by God from the beginning as a picture or an expression of the covenant-keeping love of Christ and his church, Ephesians 5.22 following. So my word of hope begins with a plea. I've given it countless times to women and men. Put divorce out of your mind as a remedy. Don't consider it. Say to yourself, in the truth of Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, this is not an option. I'm not going to pursue this. It may be forced upon me, but I'm not going to pursue it. Don't want it. Pray and work in the other direction. You, you might have sinned your way into this marriage. Lots of people say, well, I, I just blew it at the front end. I made all kinds of stupid judgments about this, this man. I wasn't acting in a mature biblical way. And I said, that's true. You, you may have sinned your way into this relationship, but now that you're married, this man, this man is God's man for you. That is an amazing truth. He is God's choice for you. Yes, he is, no matter how you may wish that you could do it all over again. So I would say, look to Jesus as the one who satisfies in measure now and immeasurably later. Believe that the path of lost dreams in this life is the path of greatest joy overall. Know this. Maximizing your earthly happiness is not the goal of life or marriage. Maximizing your eternal happiness is because God said, this is really crucial, I think, for marriage. Romans 5, uh, verse 3 following. Rejoice in tribulation because 
Tribulation works patience, and patience works approvedness, and approvedness works hope, and this hope does not disappoint. In other words, marriage may disappoint with a thousand tribulations, but hope-filled obedience to God will never, never disappoint us. God says so. Hope does not disappoint, but escaping tribulation the tribulation that obedience calls for, escaping tribulation, that is not hope promised, hope filled. It's not the path to greatest hope or greatest joy. It is good and it is right to want things to change now. Oh yes, we all do, don't we? We, we want things about our, our spouses and ourselves to change now. And I think that's why Peter wrote 1 Peter 3, 1 to 7 for wives in particular, because these words are meant to help a woman know how to think about changing her husband, in this case, an unbelieving husband. And she should pray earnestly for him and for the whole situation. That's why those verses are there. I would recommend that she, she pray over them long and hard. But don't stake your greatest happiness on his change. If you do that, you'll probably become demanding and nagging and angry, all of which will be self-defeating. So focus your main heart energies not on fixing his failures, but on deepening your own godly responses to those failures. That's what God expects from you. God, God does not hold you accountable for your husband's sins, but he does hold you accountable for the godliness of your responses to those sins. There will be a thousand acts of grace that your husband will not reward or perhaps not even notice, and you will feel so alone in your sorrow but hold fast to this truth. God sees in secret. That's Matthew 6, 3 and 4. God sees every tiny expression of your patience and mercy and respect. He sees them all and he writes them down. Your quiet sorrows are never wasted. You, you will be repaid at the last day and perhaps, perhaps, in this life, more than you could ever imagine. When the decades have gone by, God might work a miracle in that man, and you might end in a way that you never dreamed. Let me, give, let me close with one illustration. A woman came to me uh, one Sunday, about 30 years into my ministry. I remember it so clearly. It was at our South Campus. And she reminded me that when she was about to leave her husband 20 years ago, she came to me, and I pleaded with her, don't do it. And she gave me all the reasons why he was just totally unresponsive, unaffectionate, traveled all the time, didn't pay any attention, didn't care for the kids, every reason that he was just not there. And she, she told me now, at this point, 20 years after that, having stayed in the marriage, she said, he's building a room on our house for my mother to stay with us in her final years, which is the most wonderful, sacrificial act of love he could possibly have done for me. He had become a kind and thoughtful and 
very different man. And she just thanked me and said, that's what I'd be missing today. That's a wonderful testimony to end on. Thank you, Pastor John. And it's worth mentioning another episode where Pastor John addresses divorce, which is episode number 165. It's titled, Is My Husband's Porn a Marriage Deal Breaker? Also, one of our most popular episodes on marriage is episode number 144 of this podcast. It's titled, What Advice Would You Give Newly Married John Piper? These episodes can be found in the Ask Pastor John app for the iPhone and the Android. Well, we are Christian hedonists. We believe that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. But do Christian hedonists confuse joy and faith? I'll ask Pastor John that very question tomorrow. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening.